2 John verses 1 through 6, this is the second letter of the Apostle John to his church. The Apostle writes, The elder to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in the truth, and not I only, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us, and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the truth just as the Father commanded us. And now, dear lady, I am not writing you a new command, but one we have had from the beginning. I ask that we love one another. And this is love, that we walk in obedience to his commands. As you have heard from the beginning, his command is that you walk in love. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Sisters and brothers in our Lord Jesus Christ, last summer in August, there was a new world record set for hiking the Appalachian Trail in the United States. Carl Sabby a Belgian dentist, smashed the latest world record by a whopping four days. He hiked 2,189 miles from Georgia to Maine in 41 days. From July 18 to August 28. I was reading about Carl Sabby and other Appalachian Trail record holders like Joe McConaughey, Jennifer Farr Davis, Scott Jurek, and Carl Meltzer because it's always struck me when we talk about God's law how many analogies there are between our journey through this life and hiking the Appalachian Trail. The Appalachian Trail is a long journey. It's a great accomplishment of physical and mental exercise. It's also dangerous. There are rocks, mosquitoes, bears, Cliffs, humidity, and so people have to be prepared. They have to know what they're doing. The journey is rough, and the people who take it need to be disciplined. They need to train. They need to follow a routine. And they need to rely on the support of other people. The trail through the mountains is beautiful. 
It's breathtaking, but it's also dangerous. And if hikers are going to make it through, if they are going to flourish on their journey, they need to follow the rules. Sometimes we think of God's law as being rough, as being harsh, hard, difficult. But Scripture tells us that life is rough. And that God's law helps us get through. God's law gives us guidelines for how to live a flourishing life. A blueprint for being fully human in this journey of life. And this law, the basic rule behind the Ten Commandments, is to walk in love. And this is what the Apostle John is talking about here in his second letter to his church. John is an elder and a pastor in Ephesus, and he's worried because there are false teachers who are teaching against Christ's love. These people are teaching that Jesus did not come in the flesh, that he did not die on the cross, that he only seemed to walk the journey of life with us. And this is a big deal for John, because if Christ didn't have a body, how can he love our bodies? If Christ didn't walk the journey of life, how can he be with us while we walk the journey of life? If Christ didn't die on the cross, how can we say, for God so loved the world, that he gave his only son. The sad thing is that some people still teach things like this today. They teach hate instead of love. Instead of Jesus' command to love one another, to walk in love, some people make the law of God harsh, rigid, rough. If you don't follow these rules... God won't love you, they say. But in the Bible, it's the opposite. God loves us, period. God loves us, full stop. God loves us. And because God loves us. He gives us guidelines for how to live lives of love. Not so that we can earn His love, but so that we can live into love. They show us, the commandments show us how to love God and especially show us how to love God by loving the people who God loves by loving the world he has made, by loving the people he has made. Jesus shows us how to love by his example. All through the stories of the Gospels, we see how Jesus lives out of love. He embraces the poor. He heals the sick. He welcomes the foreigner and the stranger. 
Jesus even gives up his life so that we can have life. He doesn't ask us to do anything he didn't do himself. But Jesus gives us more than an example to follow. He gives us victory over the powers of sin and hate in this world. He gives us his love through his Holy Spirit. He fills us and feeds us and strengthens us to walk in love as we journey through this life. And this is why the Apostle says that this is not a new command, but an old one. One that we have had from the very beginning. Because the task that God has given to his people is to redeem the world he has made. Redeem the world for its proper purpose. We redeem the world for love. God asks us to redeem creation, to respect the things he has made and help them flourish and glorify God. God asks us to redeem life, to respect the dignity of people created in his image and recognize in them the face of our loving God. God asks us to redeem time, to respect the sacredness of this present moment. To recognize that God is here with us now, among us, pouring out his grace, pouring out his love right now. People of God, when we follow God's command, to love one another, we are able to recognize God's presence with us. We are able to see that God is with us on this journey. He gives us strength and power so that we can persevere. He supports us through the people around us who he calls his own. Mm. People of God, I want you to practice this for a moment. I want you to turn to the person next to you and say these words. I want you to say, it is good that you are here. I'm glad that God made you. I know it's two sentences and that's a little tough. So we'll just practice one moment, okay? So I'll say the first sentence and you repeat it. And then I'll say the second sentence and you repeat it. And then you all say it to each other, okay? So first, it's good that you are here. I'm glad that God made you. Now say it to each other. Amen? I went to a conference a couple years ago where the Scottish pastor and theologian John Swinton 
had us do that exercise as part of his lecture. And it's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. Because the sad truth is that there are many people in our society who receive the opposite of that message. That they are a burden. That they are a mistake. That people are not happy that they are there. That it might be better if they had never been born. But it is good that we are here. It gives us joy that God has made us. It makes us happy that God has brought us together as his people for his purpose to live lives of love for one another. At its root, this is what love is. Proclaiming this truth that God made us, that we are his, and that it is good that we are here. Telling someone that they matter, not just to God, but to you. At its root, love is to look at someone and recognize God in them. To look into their eyes and see the image of God reflected back at you. Amen? Sisters and brothers in Christ, the journey through life is not always easy. It's filled with twists and turns, with dangerous paths, with steep falls, with rough terrain. But we do not journey alone. God walks with us. He feeds us with the body and blood of Christ. He strengthens us with his powerful spirit, surrounds us and molds us into a people formed and shaped and animated by love. So let us walk in love. Let us walk in obedience to his commands. Let us walk in love because of the truth. The truth that we are loved by God. The truth that sets us free. The truth that God is redeeming us all for love. Let us walk in love because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and all God's people said, Amen. Let's pray. O oh Lord our God, we thank you. We thank you, O oh God, 
because you have made us and we belong to you. It is good that we are here. We are happy that you have made us. We are glad that you call us to live together in love. And we pray that you would nourish us and strengthen us by the body of our Lord, by the presence of the Holy Spirit, and by the support of the people who you have called to yourself. Bless us, O Lord, we pray, in the powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.